Hello and welcome to the Ringo Zone. Hello. Here we are. We're here. New episode. Uh, I'm Carrie. I'm Kayla. And I'm back from the fucking netherworld. We're talking about together forever. So, uh, also, my voice, I just want to say this, okay? I'm going to not try to say this in the future. I say this to everyone I know at person, and it's really, really weird when I do, but like, as a listener, you're just going to have to fucking deal with this, okay? But I know my <laughs> voice sounds different, all right? I, I know, right? Like, hot, new hotness right now. Oh my god, it's still hot girl summer, yes! When I, yes, yes. Um, but like, when I'm able to like, um, focus on it and work on it, it can sound all right. Right now it doesn't. I haven't really like warmed it up yet today, and now I'm just like jumping right into it, right? But uh, I will be like probably falling out of it more than once, and I will probably be making a whole bunch of mistakes, and I'm just gonna say, I'm sorry, I know, and oh my god, I know. And, and I'm also sorry. fucking be cool for once I, yeah, in your goddamn I know, lives. I, don't need to, I, know, I don't need to say it. I know. You guys are just, like, judging my every action. Just being like, listen, you, like, dirty tranny bitch. Like, this isn't enough for us. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying. But, um, yeah, welcome to The Ring of Sun. We're talking about this episode where Steven fucking ruins his life because he's a little fucking dumbass. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Let's talk about, yeah, I saw, all right, uh, Avi, I've not seen you in a minute. I also wanted to say, like, welcome back to the show, yeah, sort of, because you all have been in this shit in a minute. Because life has been crazy. I have another podcast now. Which I do feel a little bit, like, jealous and, like, betrayed, yeah, like, a little bit hurted, a like, a little, little bit, bit, like, you're like, oh, and this, is, and this is my other girlfriend, and yeah, you didn't it's a ask bit, me. Like, it's like, you're, like, you're kind of, like, really, like, pushing, like, being poly on us, and we're like, I, I don't really want to, but I don't want to leave, and it's like, you just, like, forced us into this very, very weird predicament where we're that just, like, That is exactly oh, okay. how it feels. It wasn't intentional, yes, I promise. Oh, I accidentally oh, I'm sure, have a I'm new sure. relationship. You accidentally oh, no. have another dick in your mouth okay fucking Amy. I'm, okay. I'm in the okay. process of writing okay. up a shout out tweet for this show because i wanted no, to like no oh I my god no, thank you, you for you the corrupt fuck, fuck off i'm trying to be <laughs> <laughs> I was making it because I was like, oh yeah, I forgot how much I enjoyed being in these things because life has been busy and I'm writing up this thing so people can check it out because I love uh, hanging out with you guys. I but never mind, I guess. <laughs> One thing I want to point out real quick about yeah. this episode of Steven Universe, because we should get we should eventually talk about that. No, right? Like that's that is for the for the fans. <laughs> I mean, that's what know. they're here for. They don't give a shit about us. It's not about us. It's about Steven Universe and the hard cold facts of the mechanics of said show. Uh-huh. Uh, I love how Steven Universe fucking walks down his stairs like Charlie fucking Brown in the morning. He just does the full Charlie Brown stance. Like, I, just, I pulled up the episode. Because I don't know if the viewer knows this. Usually the way this show works is I pull up the episode in BLC and I try to make sure that we're on track. And then Kayla joins the show and then she writes a bunch of notes. And then that's what we use like the other time, half the time, most of the time nowadays. This might be a good launching off point, actually, like talking Uh about how it is that we kind of organize our thoughts whenever we watch an episode is I usually take notes, but we're talking about Together Forever. um, Yeah. And I was just kind of so drawn in and enraptured by this episode that I don't have very many notes because I was just yeah. watching it and loving it. I'm actually kind of glad though. That's like good to hear. No, like, that I don't is, know. yeah, yeah. You were, you were early in the moment. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> that's good. And then we have like AV Max and Evan who never do anything other than show up sometimes. 
Uh, Max is on record being like, I just like remember it. I, I like wanted to be like, that's not fair, but then I was like, yeah, no, pretty much. Right. This is pretty much an accurate representation of events. So my first note is that when he's talking to Connie on voice chat and is like, you left this brochure here. Do you want it back? Is obviously he's like, uh, can I can I come see you to yeah. give you back this thing? Yeah. Connie is like, no, I have two more of the same brochure at home, which, awesome, good, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love well, her for that. He's got a really flimsy excuse, but he's got no other reason to be like, hey, Connie, can I talk to you and I kind of bring up college vaguely because I'm really, really anxious about that? Mm-hmm. He wasn't anxious until he saw the roadmap. Um, and then we get a preview of him turning pink and kind of sinking a couple inches into the bed. But, what's also ridiculous here, though, Stephen, is, bro, you have a fucking lion, like, that can teleport anywhere. You mm-hmm. technically, like, can go anywhere. It's like the well, idea, though, that, like, distance applies to you is, like, yeah. not true. But it's also, it's not so much the physical distance as it is... The mental, emotional, emotional yeah, spiritual yeah, the, the, where, where they are, like, in their lives. Like, the previous episode, Bismuth Casual, was how Steven didn't know how to roller skate, but Stevani did. Maybe the fact that he realized how much physical distance was between them was what kind of started this disastrous train of thought. But, mm-hmm. no, you're absolutely right. And if he was happy with just seeing her sometimes then that would be the thing that he would do almost certainly but ultimately he's not because i think i think he's honestly a little jealous and i could be wrong but i think he's a little bit jealous that connie is this is gonna sound harsh mm-hmm. but better at a lot of stuff than he is. yeah well she's yeah. like she's she's like also fully a human being where like yeah. he's not like she, and, he's actually like i don't want to say like one of us but like but she he is, is like he is not like no. he's yeah. like half god so a lot of the next few episodes is him he, he's trying to self-actualize and think about you know am i more gem am i more human etc and he'll lean really hard on the i'm the gem side in a bit here but I think this was him trying to lean on the human side, and in his defense, he doesn't know what he wants, and he asks Ruby that. And listen, I'm an actual human being, 10 years older than Steven. I don't know what the fuck I want. <laughs> so he was really leaning on his humanity in this moment, and it hurt him badly when it turned out poorly, and maybe that's what kind of triggered him to lean on the gem side when he, I don't know, does a murder. I definitely agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I feel like okay. Spoiler for the listener. I'm sorry to do this to you. Um, oh no, Stephen has PTSD. Oh, no. uh, this this shows... episode aired like two years ago. Oh, no. I know, but like if you've been if you've been listening to the Ringos, have been watching for when new episodes of our show come out, then watching the new episode of Stephen Nobody's Universe, and then this. watching our listener. If that's what you were doing, I'm sorry to do this. Nobody's to you. But... doing this. If you're doing this fucking at us. If you're doing this, you're a psychopath. Stop it. Watch the rest of the show. (laughs) The show's not meant to be listened to that way. Don't do that. (laughs) Steven has PTSD, right? That's kind of the whole season. So I I feel really bad for him that he's like directed in all these ways and all this. But like this episode feels like it's also really like a key thing about where if it's supposed to be like developmental PTSD where it's like, I understand that shit. 
um, that there this would be on the list. If this just is the one thing that happened to you, if you never really massively had a trauma in your life, but like you did do this, mm-hmm. I would call this a traumatic event in your childhood. Probably you probably would still. I would be like, yeah, that probably was super fucked up, and you're probably a little bit springy about marriage now as in the future. I would assume if this, a real person did this, right? I can't. I haven't drawn a line between my life and this part of Steven's life, but I'm doing it now because I, there, there were a chunk of years in my life where I was really trigger happy on the idea of getting married because I did not feel like I was a whole person on my own. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, like, but I, I feel like this is, um, yeah, this can just be a thing that happens to a person. But with Steven, it's like, this is a thing that would be on the list of, like, huge traumas later for him, I would assume. And that, like, is the kind of weird, like, desperately, like, I need, so, I need a, I have a giant hole and I need something to fill it right now, oh God, kind of move mm-hmm. that somebody does when they're in that state as a teenager where he's filling it with Connie, but it's like, it's like, he also, like, doesn't know what his, like, value is to the world anymore. Nobody yeah. needs him anymore. What am I? Like, nobody oh, needs yeah. me for a thing. Oh, God. But then it's like, I could be Stevani. By the way, not getting married, but, like, for dissolving his, into Connie's identities, and, like, just Connie and Steven die, and they're replaced by Stevani. Super fucked up. What? You just wanted to, like, disappear? The idea of, like, we're gonna become Stevani together. It's romantic, but, like, not on a permanent basis, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Well, it's misguided. The whole point is that Ruby and Sapphire kind of have this, um... Like, we were talking about earlier, like, there are couples who just get married straight out of high school. And sometimes it works, you know? I feel like that's really similar to what happened with Ruby and Sapphire, where it's just like, no, it shouldn't have worked, but it did. So that's yeah. that's their lens that they're looking through. Yeah. I think the problem is also that they're gems and they don't understand the context where it's like literally Connie's trying to go to college right now and like become a person and like a doctor mm-hmm. and all this bullshit, right? It's like yeah. in that like fucking or what is she trying to do? Like major in sociology plan? and minor in humanities or something like that. But okay, like, but, like she she's wants getting to be... like a doctorate or some bullshit, right? Like it feels like I don't think it was a doctor. I think it was a politician. Oh yeah, yeah I, I, meant, I meant like a doctorate in poli sci oh, or yeah, some yeah, bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she's trying to get like a crazy yeah, degree a minor or in poli like, sci. Yeah, I um wonder like if they just don't understand that like there's also something incredibly dismissive of Stephen being like, hey, yeah, fuck all that shit. Like, oh, yeah. Stevani with me. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, luckily, Connie didn't, like, saw through this well enough. Like, she's very emotionally mature for her age. It was, like, put together the pieces of, like, okay, Steven, you're, like, just a dumbass baby. Like, it's okay, man. Like, not right now. What's wrong with you? We're, like, 16. Yeah. But, like, chill. It's okay. Like, it's, like she was, like, very good about things and was, like, no, we should yeah. talk. Like, she was actually knocking it out of the park, like, perfect. Yeah. ideal, hopefully, uh, best thing he could hope for for a response to this yeah. question. Worst yeah. thing he could have got was a yes. Like, you know, <laughs> like, God. The worst uh. outcome. Yeah, no, and she was willing to be like, yeah, no, fuck studying. We'll, we'll like, let's actually talk this out. And he's like, no, it's, no, it's, to- it's totally fine. I'm, I, I'm having a thought, actually, because we were talking about how, like, Connie was majoring in poli sci or whatever but basically she was you know the conversation that they were having with steven was like oh are you interested in politics now because you saw the universe and this might not be the creator's intent but i'm kind of kind of drawing a line between like connie's understanding that you know deep down she knows she's just a human Mm -hmm. and she she wants to enter the world of politics and 
change the world in a scope that is within her power. I feel right. Yeah, and no, it's like she's seeing like her her peak of what she could change the world yeah, with what, with what being a human is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Stephen has saved the world a number of times, but I wonder if he's thinking. We had the episode with Peridot where he's like, I don't know how to be friends if there's not something to fix. And Connie is going forward and trying to, like, continue to change the world on a scale that Steven doesn't know what to do with, like, on such a small scale, you know? And the large scale isn't a problem anymore. So I wonder if that's, like, he's kind of glomming on to Connie to solve problems. If he were to be able to become Stevani and Stevani goes to college for all this shit, hypothetically, then he actually has a valid way to help the world Precisely. again the, the, yeah. Yeah, at scale. Because that's a true, where, where, Con- where Steven Universe, I think he values helping everybody. Like, I think when he, like, sees a blue jay with a broken wing or whatever, like, that's a big W for him when he gets that, right? It's like, I think, like, no matter what, he loves helping. Mm-hmm. But I do think he really likes helping at scale. Like, I think that, like, bringing, like, democracy to the galaxy or whatever was, like, pretty chill to do and that to some degree it's like you've done that it's going to be hard for you to be satisfied just doing some bullshit and it's like all he has is to do some bullshit i like how the end of the show is though it's steven you know realizing i guess life is just some bullshit so i gotta go figure that out i'm gonna go on a road trip i guess that's exactly yeah like yeah i remember that was for me adulthood where i was like is it just this is this it and it was like yes Mm -hmm. and i was like oh god (laughs) it okay is this all there is we kind of blew past something that I want to talk about, which is mm-hmm. seemingly the whole point of the episode is that Ruby and Sapphire are their own people. And With their yes, own they flaws. are, like, sort of. I mean, it's, like, Garnet exists and then Ruby and Sapphire teach a class every, like, week. It might just be something about living on Earth in the aftertimes, where they're just kind of, like, they both started pursuing their own interests. Yeah. It's still, like, you know, the best part of not being fused is that I get to look at you. Exactly. And they have that kind of they have that kind of relationship and are pursuing their own interests and And I mean like sorry to interject, but it's like uh Garnet like her most recent like development as a character is that she was introduced to this extremely human concept of marriage. Mm-hmm. Like you know obviously they have a lot to learn as this episode mm-hmm. is evidence of, but having free space in a relationship to kind of just like be your own person and Obviously, Garnet, Ruby, and Sapphire are learning that, uh, as we've seen. And that's where Steven missed it. Exactly. All right, this is the advice I would give Steven if I was Garnet. I would say, everything you're planning tonight, kid, do it all, except for the proposal part. Like, reaffirm that you like this girl a whole bunch, kind of formalize this slightly, play guitar for her. Also, if you, anybody listening to this show, if you're like, I never get pussy, I'm so sad, right? (laughs) Or flip it for you, whatever you want, all right? Just learn how to play an instrument. Trust me. It's like, play an instrument for a girl and she will lose her shit. Just do it. Just do it. It's a good idea. Just learn an instrument. You have a good point that the advice is sound up, like, up until the last bit. Because, like, this is the most romantic thing. Where it's like, this is where we met. Here's a picnic. I wrote a song for you. I love you so much. You can even give her a thing to remember him by. Just not a ring, bro. Just not a ring. You can be like, here, I want you to have this to remember me by. And know that I'll always care about you. And blah, 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 blah. And give, give her all of the pitch of a marriage. But don't say that because you're teenagers. I mean, had he even given her the glow bracelet? Giving her that bracelet would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. Well, you're such yeah. a dumbass, Steven. You're so stupid. 
God. Ugh. But he got Steven Universe. He got really enthusiastic, positive advice from two of his most trusted people. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's also I, I do I do believe Garnet though. It's like yeah, Steven totally. If she was like Steven, no, you guys are kids. That's stupid. I understand that you think that, like, you can just do this, but, like, man, no, she's not going to say yes. Like, she has her own aspirations and goals, and the idea of, like, you know, dissolving who she is and becoming Stevani, that's a really unnatural idea to a human being, man. Like, no. Yeah. He would have been like, no, she loves me, and, like, run off and done it. Like, Here's he's a little thing. dumbass. Like, Here's the thing is that I'm sure Steven understands that Connie is pursuing her own interests and stuff but what's happening right now is he's panicking about being purposeless so he just didn't he didn't think that one extra step about like maybe she just wants to do these things on her own she like he was just thinking about how great it would be if they were together all the time i i do feel like he made a lot of i don't know it's like it almost to me is like slightly telling that it's like and how did you really think about how she would react no. to this? Like, did you think like at all? Like for a moment, no, did didn't. you think about how she would actually react, or was this just about like you? It was. I, I think he was just in pure panic yes. mode for like all of this. But like, goddamn, like, no, and he didn't think about how she would react, and that's the thing because yeah. this is the only like he has such tunnel vision mm-hmm. in this moment where he's just like, of course she'll be on board because of course this is this is the best answer. I'm the main character, precisely. Are we kind of winding down to final thoughts, do you think? I think so. I think A.V. should go first because he hasn't been on the show in, like, a Gregorian calendar year. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Final thought. Uh, When we were, like, getting ready and we first jumped into the voice call to, like, prep and we kind of were, like, trying to be like, oh, what episode are we watching? I was like, oh, we the la-, and Kayla was like, the last episode we watched was Bismuth Casual. So I was like, okay. So I just Googled Bismuth Casual and I was like, okay, Steven Universe Wiki, next episode, Together Forever. I don't remember that title. I click it, I scroll down and I see the image of them at the beach and he's about to do the proposal. And I felt like, <laughs> I felt <laughs> like, the like, you know, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure when like the color palette swaps and shit gets real serious. I felt like that actually happened in real life. I was like, Oh no, it's this episode. Oh, no. It's where it all starts going bad. <laughs> I think my yeah. reaction was like, no, oh god, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was you my straight reaction. Up we're yeah. like, can we not? I don't want to. <laughs> can we not? Can we actually not? It's like this actually, what a good job though that all of us feel like this is like a memory we have that's yeah. even humiliating. Just was so it's even more humiliating to watch that it's like you all feel like Steven it's a like, little bit. <laughs> it's like the opposite of Schadenfreude. <laughs> yeah. You can feel your ribcage, like, implode as you're watching it happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, that said, it, it, that is the point of the episode, and it did a really good job of it. And I, I really appreciate it for that. My final thought is, the first time that I watched this episode, and it got to the end, where Steven just kind of, like, flops back on the beach, and then there's an explosion, and he is sunk, like, three feet into the ground. Yeah. It put a pit in my stomach the first time that I saw that happen because I was like, that's the moment where you realize, oh, wait, this is going to have destructive consequences. The emotional trauma of being a teenager is going to, like, come out with explosions. Yeah, like, this is the moment where we just kind of stop talking about things and things just start getting actually legitimately violent. Yeah. It's an extremely artful moment because 
you know, it did it did make me real life nervous when that happened. Yeah, th- this season really is surprising because it makes you nervous, but you would expect it to never really pay off, right? You'd expect it to be like, how dark could things get? And it's like, Steven ends up killing someone. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, it's really actually surprising where it's like, this really is foretelling of, it does actually get violent. I never thought of this season as violent. And when you were saying, I was like, is it? And then I was like, this season's actually like the most violent season in that regard. Like, Steven kills somebody. Yeah. Like this some wild shit. And not mm-hmm. to not to get too deep into shattering Jasper, but when he when he puts her back together in the pool of spit or whatever, she immediately is like, No, what you did is a good thing and I am in your service now. Uh, yeah. Worst possible person to validate what your behavior exactly. is Jasper. <laughs> like, this was the moment for me where where it just became clear that things were going to get actually very, very bad very quickly gravity multiplied around him and just and everything got broke including the cake yeah that's actually a good segue to like my final mm-hmm. thought was about the cake which was just i love that it ends with steven fucking pounding a cake into his face and then Karnit's like this isn't gonna help and he's like i don't give a shit yeah, i'm doing it anyway and, and he's just crying need a cake and i was just like oh steven you're gonna have a life of this ahead of you buddy <laughs> like don't worry like you're gonna have a whole lot of cakes that do a whole lot of nothing. And what a what a very relatable moment where Garnet can be the voice in your head being like, you know, eating this whole cake isn't gonna actually help you feel better, and you're doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, glad to have Avi on an episode. I hope we can have you on some more. Yeah, hopefully, should be a little bit easier for us to get. You know, mm-hmm. three people fucking together. Um, but thank y'all for listening, and we will come to you. As soon as we're able to, I promise. For for real, truly, know that we at least feel bad. <laughs> Not and just about this. A lot about a lot of things we feel bad, but th- this is in there. I just feel bad in general. Yeah. But as much you, know, you want to feel, the payoff will always be nothing.